We are four ordinary Americans who happen to be atheists, talking about current topics and religious nonsense. Welcome to the Profane Argument. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 24th episode of the Profane Argument Podcast. My name is Ray, and along with me are... Hi, I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. And this week, I think we're going to start by getting into some of the news stories that have been going on, some things related to what we've discussed in previous podcasts. But the one thing, we just saw this on CNN before, uh, before coming back to record, the... News from George H.W. Bush, the original Bush president, about the fact that he he said in a group of people, what, what did they say, 41, 40, 41 people, he was having a uh, some sort of party, a fundraiser type thing, and there were 40-some people around, and he said that he was going to vote for Hillary Clinton this November. He didn't really, according to what the, you know, people have, have been saying, he didn't really get into the why or just basically that he wasn't going to, to vote for Trump. And I guess this was originally picked up when Kathleen Kennedy Townsend, former Maryland lieutenant governor and part of the Kennedy family, uh, apparently put this on her Facebook page. Uh, she said, the president told me he's voting for Hillary. Oh, so he didn't say this addressing 41 people. He said this personally to her? Yes. And just the other people who just heard mm. it. Yeah. Right. So there are multiple people who back up what she said, but the actual spokespeople – I can't talk. The actual spokespeople for the for Bush said that George H.W. Bush's vote is – he's a private citizen and his vote is exactly that, private. And he will cast his vote in 50 days. He is not commenting on the presidential race in the interim. Does this really surprise anybody after the trashing that his son got from Trump? No. Right. No. Well, it surprises me that he – it doesn't surprise me he wouldn't vote for Trump. It kind of does surprise me that he would say out loud that he was voting for Hillary. I would not be surprised if he had just abstained and not voted well, at all. See, see, I don't think it's surprising at all. I mean, I've – while I never thought that he was, you know, very good at being president – I, I never thought he was an unreasonable person. And he's a – we all know that his family is a vindictive family. So, yeah, you don't uh, fuck yeah. with the Bushes, man. No. They will, they will, they will try to hurt you. But if, but if that was the case, I mean, if he's really taking vengeance, he would get out in public and say it because people would follow right. him. Well, he's, uh, he's like very sick. Right. Yeah. Like he's in a wheelchair. I mean, he's like not, you know, I'm surprised he does he's not talking have that kind of energy. <laughs> right. And I don't know what's going on with George uh, Jr. Why he's not out there stumping against him, but <laughs> he's out finger painting somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Dancing at funerals and shit like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, um, go ahead. I, I think it, it, it does say something about, you know, he has uh, some honor, I think. I mean, he, he's not a um, just a, a completely selfish tribalist like a lot of them are. He actually, you know, considers people, and he actually, perhaps, he actually ran for the good of the people. Maybe you know, I'd like to believe that, but yeah. I'm, <laughs> I honestly think it was because of the thrashing that his son got. Well, sure, that probably didn't help. All right, yeah, but he is—he is definitely an old school Republican, and yeah. Trump is in no way associated to old school Republican uh, conservatism. So, no. well, no, it's just funny that you that you brought this story up because I had just read before we came on the. Head of the RNC, the chairman, Reince Priebus, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. on Sunday, 
threatened uh, John Kasich and other Republicans, such as Ted Cruz, uh, Florida Governor Jeb Bush, as in get on board or we're going to make things really hard for you in the future if you want to get stuff done in Washington or come back more or less. Yeah, I said if you ever want to get funding from the RNC for right. run for the presidential, you know, presidency, you have to back Trump. And they're all three of them going, nope. <laughs> he says people who agreed to support the nominee that took part in our process, they used tools from the RNC. They agreed to support the nominee. Remember, they all took the fucking pledge. Yeah. They did, right? Right. They yeah. took part in our process. We're a private party. We're not a public entity. These people need to get on board. So meanwhile, he wasn't on board not that long ago. No, <laughs> I mean it's really blackmail, though. I mean, if they want political future, they have to knuckle under to the monetary blackmail. That's that's pretty horrible. What does that say about our yeah. political system? <laughs> that it's painfully corrupt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it's controlled <laughs> but he's right, by these though. private parties. It's a private party. It is. Yeah. yeah. I think we should go parlamentary and just be done with this nonsense. <laughs> you I mean, say, would. say what you will about Ted Cruz. When he went out there at that convention and said that shit. That was ballsy. Uh-huh. That was really ballsy. Yeah, he was taking his life in his hands at that group. Oh, yeah, but like- then you get like the people who just roll over and show their belly like fucking Chris Christie. Oh, the oh. worst. Of the- <laughs> what-, <laughs> what is he getting out of this? He can't help but show his belly. Shut up. But I'm bumped. Yeah, I'd really like to know that, though. What is he getting out of it? Why is he? I mean, he's got a Trump has to have promised him some sort of office, right? Yeah, cabinet I can position. only assume. Well, I'm thinking he was thinking he was going to get the vice president seat. But there's no way that was going to happen. Not with the stupid um, Bridgegate. And that just hit the news again today. Um, that yeah, that he, he knew, right? He knew. Yeah, absolutely. He knew. Of course he knew. I mean, he's a Guido, for Christ's sake. But so then, how awesome would it be to make him the Secretary of Transportation? <laughs> <laughs> that is something Trump would do. Yeah. You know? But I got to think that the governor of New Jersey is better than the Secretary of Transportation, though. I would think. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Chris Christie is such a tremendous asshole. Oh, I just don't right? want him anywhere near Capitol Hill. <laughs> True. And and, and uh, you know, there's always a chance that. You know, one time in the next four years, Chris Christie could get to be the designated survivor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's better than me and the governor of New Jersey. True. That's a, that looks like an interesting movie. And I, did, I guess somewhere in the back of my head, I knew they did that, but I didn't think it would be just some, you know, rando. That's not a rando. It's a, it's a, it's one of the, it's one of the presidential, president's cabinet members. Sure. But it's, yeah, but it kind of rotates, I guess. Oh, yeah. The, <laughs> it's, it either rotates or it's randomly chosen mm. from one of the, one of the lesser cabinets. Yeah. Designated survivor. Yeah. I didn't even realize it was a thing. Then I heard it on, I want to say, uh, This American Life. I don't know and what you guys was... are talking about. Oh, there's a new movie. Oh. Called Designated oh. Survivor. There, it, and in reality. And in reality. Uh, mm-hmm. During the State of the Union address, when everybody is is together at the, uh, at the Capitol and vulnerable, one of the cabinet members that is appointed secretly is taken to a top secret location and kept safe in the event that the, you know, entirety of the government is destroyed and the designated survivor will be appointed president. Mm. Oh, shit. Fail safe. That's just, awesome. Yeah. Just in case, you know, North Korea gets something that can you know, go further than a half a mile. Right. <laughs> right. And it's, you know, and it's always, you know, somewhere. By top secret, I mean everybody who they interviewed on the All Things Considered piece. Not All Things Considered, I'm sorry. This American Life piece was like... I stayed, I stayed at my in-laws house in upstate New York. <laughs> you go where you want. 
just away right. from Washington. Yeah. Right, you just can't be there. Okay. And that uh, you get to take some Secret Service people with you. That makes sense. Interesting idea. And party, because we know those Secret Service guys like to get down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that took a weird tangent, and yet it's kind of cool. <laughs> so our second news item, I thought it would start off kind of interesting. Uh, apparently, atheists are no longer, according to a... Huffington Post YouGov poll, uh, atheists are no longer the most hated group in America. Woo! Yay! Let's party! <laughs> yeah! Well, who's the Thanks, most hated, Muslims. <laughs> yeah, apparently <laughs> this is be because Muslims. of the incredible rise in the hatred toward Muslims. <laughs> I'm, I'm not happy about this. <laughs> yeah, apparently our numbers didn't go down at all, mm. but uh, the hatred toward, toward Muslims has gone up so much... That they have now surpassed atheists uh, mm-hmm. by quite a by quite a bit. Apparently, forty eight point nine percent of Americans said that they would disapprove if their child were to marry someone who is Muslim. Up thirty three point five percent from two thousand three. Uh, wow. It made it higher than the forty three point seven percent of Americans who said the same thing about atheists. Oh, that's weird. So it's just married. This is based on marriage disapproval of your of your child. Those are the specific numbers. I don't. I had, oh. didn't get a chance to look at the poll, but that's what right. uh, that's what the numbers are. See, yes. that seems odd because I agree. I would. I would totally be upset if my child were marrying someone who was Muslim. Assuming my child is a woman. My guy's. My child's a man. Then I'm like, all right, good. You're on the good side of that religion. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good point. But right. What about a moderate Muslim? Somebody that you know. It's it's like a you know a Christer in in in, in uh, Christian religions. They go twice a year, and they don't do the whole pray to the east every three hours or whatever the heck it is. Doesn't matter. He's a dirty Muslim. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's what they would say. <laughs> I'm, sure well, I'm curious what Ian would say. Um, is it the same scenario? Do I still have a male child? Yes. Pro. Because Iranian women are smoking hot. <laughs> oh, I disagree. <laughs> oh, they're so attractive. No, not to Middle me. Eastern women across the board. That is the only one I don't seem to like for some reason. It has nothing to do with <laughs> the religion. I, I like something about that look just doesn't do it for me. Hmm. That's I I can accept that is what I'm trying to say because it turns out I am a man on an island when I I feel the same way you do, but about Asian women. You're crazy. <laughs> See, I know. <laughs> We're a little off topic here, gentlemen. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. You know, it's it's funny, though, that the numbers are so high for Muslims and atheists as far as, like, most hated. Yet the kill count is so astronomically different between the two, whereas atheists have, what, I believe a (laughs) zero kill count for (laughs) – you know, has anyone ever killed in the name of atheism? <laughs> it depends on who you talk to. Some people would include uh, Hitler. Pol Pot and Stalin in that. Some people would include Hitler, who was Catholic. Yeah. But Pol Pot and Stalin were actually atheists. But it's easy to argue that they did nothing. None of their killing were done in the name of atheism. No. Well, that's what I'm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure atheists have killed. <laughs> Just you know. Right. There's been no there's mass a, cullings in the name of it or, you know. Yeah, there's a big difference there. No one's bombing a church in the name of atheism. No. No, I've never heard of this, so. Nothing on record. Um, so apparently, though, the along with this poll, there's also statistics in for last year that Arabs and Muslims saw a sharp increase in bias-related 
crime or hate crime than any other group. Most of the numbers are within 5%. There's no huge swings, and the groups that are in there are LGB, but not T, LGB, uh, <laughs> white, black, Latino, Jewish. So just to give you an idea, crime rates um, on whites that are bias-related went up 5%. So, you know, that's like your your baseline, basically, mm. right? Crime rates against gender transgenders went up 40% from Jeez. 2014 to 2015. Uh, Islamic, 78%, and Arab, 219%. Wow. This is uh, worldwide or just in America? This is, um, I believe, in America. Let me confirm that. Hmm. What could be the reason? I don't know. <laughs> Whatever could it be? Yeah. Yes, this is specifically in America, and it is from only 22 states were involved in the polling, but they were 22 states that had increases in their hate crimes. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Why so, is this a mystery? I was going to say, was, was Pennsylvania on that list? Pennsylvania was actually not on that list. Okay. Because that uh, would have cleared things up for me because I got to say here, here in town, every time I go there for dinner, our local uh, falafel slash gyro place, hmm? vandalized. Oh, every... Really? Every week, every week a window gets broken, the door gets broken, spray paint, something. And I'm like, but their gyros are so good. They're not even <laughs> pronounced gyros, and they're okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> Hell, that could be Greek. Yeah, Hell. they're definitely not. They, <laughs> they are not, for okay. the record. But you're right, they could be. <laughs> yeah. So along with this report, there was part of it includes a thing that they wanted to, uh, that they talked about called the Trump effect. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> And they have uh, some statistics based on uh, the days before and after his statements about banning Muslims from entering the country. And amazingly enough, the numbers went up sharply after his statement. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, he gives people license to act like barbarians. I mean, anytime anybody in public office with the, the kind of I don't want to say he doesn't have any power yet, but the kind of power potential he has, you're allowing people to act like barbarians. You're telling him it's okay to be a bigot. It's okay to, you know, to hate people because I do too. Sure. He yeah. feels like I do. He hates brown people. Yeah. Hey, it's justified. I don't have to hide anymore. But now it's not just brown people too. It's just people who disagree with you because I saw yeah. a news report about a 69-year-old woman getting decked at a Trump rally. She was anti-Trump, obviously. Mm. Uh, she got laid out and then they didn't arrest the guy. Yeah. So they escorted you don't even out. have to be Muslim. Just yeah. be against Trump. That's why I keep my mouth shut. I got yelled at on Sunday about Trump in the diner from a complete stranger. Why? Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, with me and the boys were sitting there having our weekly conversations about how much we can't stand Trump <laughs> and our idiot friends that support him. And this guy stood up at the end of his meal. He was listening to the whole conversation, apparently. And he's like, good day, gentlemen. I hope you enjoy your lunch. And remember, vote Donald Trump. And he walked out. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Is that an order? Will you come to my house with a gun if I don't? <laughs> now, the really odd part about this was immediately after that, another guy came in, sat in a table a couple down from where that guy sat, and we were not even talking about this anymore. This guy started asking us what the gun laws in Pennsylvania were. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, I was like, did the other guy send this guy in here to scare us? <laughs> uh, what gun laws in Pennsylvania? What do you? I'm not even sure what he's referring to. Yeah. I don't know. I was just like, well, I know you can open. I think. Oh, he wanted to know what the laws were regarding as far as like I'm from another state. What can I bring my gun over here if I'm traveling? And I was like, I'm like, dude, I don't know. 
don't get your advice from a dude in a diner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, and, and apparently after I, I went out to have a cigarette once this guy showed up because I just had visions of, you know, I just heard about the bombings in, mm. in New York. And I'm like, this guy's going to shoot the whole fucking diner up because of what we said about Trump. <laughs> so I went outside to have a cigarette. Uh, he called a, a local army barracks around here. And was asking them about uh, if they were roughing up people in the barracks or some kind of bullshit like that. I'm hearing this story secondhand. And uh, he's like, okay, well, I just wanted to make sure. And he goes, hoorah, and hangs up the phone real quick. Oh, my God. Yeah, he was a weird dude. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, it's the border I town. I, def- I know. I definitely do. And at the same time, very much don't ever want to eat at the diner with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first time. I mean, people have given us strange looks before. Because, you know, with with the two biggest guys in town, they don't, you know, I try to keep it hushed tones, but they're like, ah, fuck, Trump's a fucking idiot, you know, <laughs> as loud as they can and shit like that. And we and there's that crazy dude who writes on the back of his car every day, new phrases about what a bitch Hillary Clinton is, these long paragraphs <laughs> oh my about God. voting for Trump. And he comes in carrying his gun every day and he sits at the and he sits there and he's like. If anybody even looks in the direction of the pistol on his waist, he's like, it's my right. It's my right. <laughs> Where do you live? In the border town. <laughs> Holy crap. Bet- New Jersey? Yeah. <laughs> all right. That explains and New a York. little bit. And New, New York, York and New Jersey border. Oh, okay. Now, having said all that, surprisingly, the county I live in always usually goes Democrat. You mu- yeah. So it must be uh, urban to a certain extent. Well, I've, I know. I've just learned that the the dumbest – of the dumb who support the dumbest of the dumb are generally the loudest. Sure. You know, most people who are like, I'm not even voting for that crazy man. <laughs> they're not out rallying. Unfortunately, they should be, but they're not. Yeah. The, the yelling seems to be the, the reflex to somebody questioning their belief. And it is just belief. There's no facts behind it. And yeah. But anyway, to swing it back around to that story, yeah. you, you don't just have to be a Muslim anymore. You just have to disagree with anybody. And it apparently could turn to violence or just yelling at random strangers at a diner. <laughs> Yeah, and if you're both, yeah, wow. yeah. Good oh luck. my god, yeah. If the th- if the four of us were brown, we'd be dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's a sad commentary on the United States in this day, the moment. Wow. On the upside, atheist number two. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're not number one. <laughs> we can go out at night now, right? <laughs> Wear our shirts. <laughs> Some days I am very thankful I live in little little liberal state college. Hmm. So our next news item, I think this will be really quick, but I wanted to bring it up. Uh, Jared, you actually posted this to uh, to our group, but Jason Lee mm-hmm. officially, I don't know, I don't know how long this has been going on, I'd, but he has quietly exited Scientology. It sounds like this might have happened a little while ago. No, it totally just happened after you listened to our podcast. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> he saw how upset Ian was and was like, oh, I can't let this guy down. Exactly. I know. <laughs> Matt already upsetting. broke his heart. <laughs> now Jason Lee. Thanks, Jason Lee. I appreciate it. <laughs> but it doesn't say anything about, um, oh. Beck? No. Well, no. Mm. It does say, actually. It does <laughs> say something about Beck. Pretty sure Beck is uh, still in due to his family association. But uh, right. no, the guy that's in with Jason Lee in every movie. I can't think of his name. Ethan Suplay? That's it. Didn't yeah. say anything about him. So I'm, I'm still concerned about Ethan. But uh. <laughs> Well, no. It expanded on the... On why Beck is a Scientologist, though, because he's married to Giovanni Ribisi's sister, right? Yes. Yeah. And, and they were raised in Scientology. 
So that made Ian feel a little bit better that, you know, it really did. That it just genuinely didn't go did. crazy. He was like, okay. <laughs> it, it helped to explain my lifelong distaste for Giovanni Ravisi even more so. And it made me more comfortable with, with Beck and his poor choices. Mm. Gotta support your wife. I understand. Well, I mean, hopefully this will be. I mean, there's been a, a few that have been straggling out of Scientology, and their their numbers are definitely going down. Hopefully, this will be the beginning of the, the big rush out and the end of it. I don't think Jason Lee is leading anyone, well, but uh, <laughs> well, I see where you're going. I, I'm I'm hopeful as well. But but it's not just him. There's been others that have left recently. So that is true. Um, they don't not these, the big ones though. Lisa Marie Presley, come on. Leah Marie Ramini. From Leah Remini. Uh, Leah Remini. Yeah, Remini. Leah Remini yeah, I, don't, from, uh, I don't know her. I never yeah. watched that show. King no, of Queens. No, I can't even. Yeah, I couldn't even think of it. I was like, what is the name of that show? Fat guy with a disproportionately hot wife. Yeah. <laughs> King of Queens. Yeah. No, well, not that's, until- that's, that's, that's his new show, too. <laughs> yeah. Not until Tom Cruise or John Travolta make a move. Mm. We'll put it like a serious crack at it, though. Well, I mean, this oh helps. My God. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Yeah. Well, right. Tom, Tom wavered not that long ago. There was something about he couldn't see his kids anymore. He was being – they were being, you know, separated and that was not cool. And there was a little bit of news and then it died away. So I don't know who cracked, but there, there was some hope there for a little bit. But I'm happy Jason Lee's out. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Good, good for you, Jason. <laughs> Glad we could help. <laughs> <laughs> so our main topic that we're going to discuss is – drumroll – Jehovah's Witness – the religion involved, it, which is, it's all based on Christianity. It's just, this is, I don't know, this might be the the furthest from Christians that are Christians. <laughs> um, they have some very strange beliefs, if you compare it to Christianity. Well, a lot of their beliefs, they they kind of taken it back down to the basics. They kind of reread the Bible and split off a bunch of the nonsense, I think. Yes. So... The one that's actually – that leads right into one of the items. So there are several I, – I mark them as tidbits. They're not really discussion points, but they're interesting things about Jehovah's Witnesses. The one quote is, uh, the light gets brighter as the end draws near. So they believe that they hold the most accurate translation of the Bible. And the reason that they believe that is there is a group of men – who retranslate the Bible and provide updates to the Jehovah's Witnesses via the uh, the Watchtower, mm. I believe is the name of the magazine. So they actually have been updating their scripture as they go along, mm. making changes. I, I find that very interesting. I mean, if you compare that to like Islam, there's no update. It mm. is the inerrant word of God is in the Quran. You can't do anything. So this is in direct contrast to that, that you have, you have people who actually, uh, who actually do updates and send it out to people. So they go back to the oldest text they can find and kind of retranslate that kind of thing? Kind of. That's kind of what they say they do. Uh, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, one of the original people to have done this, uh, Russell, I believe was his name. I, I don't have it in front of me. But he unfortunately, uh, he tr- he said he translate retranslated from the Greek. And when pressed about it, apparently he didn't know any Greek whatsoever and couldn't distinguish letters from numbers. No. So I think it's more of a they they're not retranslating so much as hey guys we need to update our religion because things are we're doing stuff wrong yeah <laughs> Charles Russell is his name that's his name yeah uh, I got Russell that was pretty yeah, good, that's pretty uh, good. <laughs> so <laughs> I think that's good I think that's very progressive I think that you know that keeps them 
more closely aligned to social norms, to social morality. So I think they're the only one we've talked about that actually does that. Yes. Mm, I mean, I a lot of so. them add shit in. <laughs> yeah. They're stripping it down to the basics. Yeah. So another thing that I found odd, another tidbit, is that the clergy are not paid and they do not collect tithing on uh, during the services. So tithing is not enforced in any way. They are, I mean, they're, people are encouraged to give the church, but to give whatever they can along with that. So the people in the uh, Jehovah's Witness, they go door to door. A lot of us have come into contact with them. Mm-hmm. They are not paid to do that. These are completely voluntary, wow. and any money that is given to the church at their places of worship, which they call kingdom halls, uh, the donations are funneled up to their branch offices, which then does things like send out documentation, they create more kingdom halls, they, they do stuff to further the expansion of the religion. But the individual people, the pastors, etc., they're not paid. They're not making money. So that's uh, right there. It's a big advantage over a lot of other religions. Doesn't mean they're still not crazy. We'll get to that, but still. <laughs> uh, one, th- one, another thing that I didn't know is they were highly targeted by Hitler and the Nazis during World War II. Uh, I was completely unaware of this, but apparently not only were they a high target, but they actually had, you know, people had to wear triangles, you know, the pink triangles for homosexuality and the... Right. Uh, what is it, the black triangles for political... But in any case, purple triangles meant you were a Jehovah's Witness. Hmm. They had their own triangle. Wow. Um, yeah. Apparently 10,000 Jehovah's Witness were sent to concentration camps, and it's estimated up to half of them perished. Wow. Not so cool. they were highly targeted by the Nazis. Wow. Apparently part of the reason for that is their anti-political stance, which we'll get into later. But uh, they told their children that they could not do the salute, that they could not say Hail Hitler. They were not to participate in the military. So during the... Uh, Nazi youth, yeah. None of that. Yeah. And during the war, there was a mandatory enlistment, and they refused. Uh, if they If they did enlist, they refused to pick up arms. That immediately, yeah. Adolf didn't like that so much. Yeah, loss of control for him, sure. Yeah, makes sense. Sure. So, thought that was interesting. Yeah, for sure. Another thing that is completely different from most Christians is they do not use crosses. Mm. Uh, not in their ceremonies. They don't wear crosses. They don't put crosses anywhere. According to the articles that I'll post on the website, the cross, they believe that Jesus was not crucified on a cross, that he was crucified on what the original text called a staros, which is a single upright pole, and that a cross wasn't involved in any way, and that the cross doesn't represent their religion, therefore they don't use it anywhere. Yeah. So it's a, a, okay. a, like a Festivus pole. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> what made them... <laughs> Like, like, what reasoning do they have for that? Like, where do they... They're just like, no, we don't believe in that. Reinterpretation. The ori- mm. Yeah, the original text. It was basically a quote-unquote closer examination of the translation of the scriptures. The leaders of the society concluded that the Greek word staros actually referred to a single upright stake and not a cross. <laughs> and they deemed the cross a pagan symbol, therefore associated with demon worshiping. Interesting. Now, we'll get into this a little bit later as well, but the fact that it is a demon symbol, that goes right along with the fact that pretty much everything that doesn't exist inside a uh, one of one of their temples is demons. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I was so on board for a while. 
Uh, lastly, and this is a kind of a minor thing, but they don't believe in the Trinity. They do not believe in the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Their belief structure is that God created Michael, the Archangel Michael. Michael created the host of Seraphim. Michael and the Seraphim created the universe on strict instructions from God. That it, that God, that, that actually Michael was the only creation of God. They also believe that Michael later came down to earth as a human and became Jesus. Okay. I can dig it. So it's vastly different from a lot of Christian beliefs, and yet, really, okay, it's just another run on the myth, I guess. Yeah. Another version of crazy, but that's okay. And the Holy Ghost is just the ephemeral presence of God, not a separate entity in any way. Hmm. But the Trinity was created by the Catholics, so I can't really blame them for not believing in that. Yeah, even a lot of other Christians don't believe in the Trinity. They believe in, you know, Jesus and God, but the Holy Ghost thing, they just kind of wave their hand at, so. (laughs) (laughs) So the list that I really kind of want to get into, I I kind of broke it down into 10 different items, and actually the first one's very related to the last thing we just discussed. Mm. So while you're thinking about these, which one of these is – well, we're going to get to what's the, the craziest, the, the weirdest belief in the system. But as we're going, try and think of what is the least. We're going to pull out what the least is, the least okay. weird, crazy, strange. Okay. The first one is their belief in the afterlife. Jehovah's Witness don't believe in a literal hell. People who don't uh, who don't get to go to the afterlife just die. Mm. So there is no eternal suffering. That's pretty realistic. Okay. Along with that, only 144,000 Jehovah's Witnesses will get to go to heaven and join the angelic host and God. But what if there are more than 144,000 perfect Jehovah's Witnesses? Nope. You better be Uh, born perfect. Be born early. Lottery. (laughs) That's it. There's 144,000. That's that's, it. There are only that many perfect. a really specific number. It really is. It comes from, uh, I believe that comes from a Jewish belief that the, that that 144,000 rings a bell, but I don't have it off the top of my head. Oh, I thought but, that was uh, their whole jam. I thought they were God's chosen people. I, I, again, I'm not 100% sure on that, but I think it came from some Jewish belief. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, 144,000 has significance in several religious movements. In the Mayan calendar, in Bakhtun, there's all kinds of stuff in, in Wikipedia. <laughs> Who knew? Huh. Well, it's based on, you know, there were 12 dis- – well, not the uh, Mayan stuff. Uh, hmm. There are 12 disciples and 144 is 12 squared and there's all sorts of numerology stuff around it. Yeah, it's 12,000 from the tribe of 12 different tribes. Yeah, Right. Huh. Exactly. Huh. Interesting. Along with that, paradise, most Jehovah's Witnesses believe that their paradise will mean an eternity spent on earth. That this earth is? will be – Yes. This earth. That earth will be perfected, uh-huh. that Jesus will come to reign on earth, and that most Jehovah's Witnesses will live on earth in a perfect life, like, but in their physical body, just as they are now. Nice. But everything will be perfect. There won't be any death. There won't be disease, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. So that's kind of encapsulates, I just put the, all that under afterlife. Sure. But only 144,000 of them will be down here. No, no, no. Oh, the 144,000 go to a higher plane. Get, every, get to everybody. go to heaven. Oh. Right. Oh, so that's not a bad deal. You know? No. No, the others, the lessers, get to stay here on Earth in perfect Earth? Right. With Jesus. Oh, that's still pretty dope. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a win-win. And then what if, you, if you're bad, you just, you're gone. Yeah. Right. No suffering. Yeah, yeah you're not missing out. Oh, man, they are generous <laughs> with their afterlife promises. That is fantastic. 
Number two on my list is that well, I already mentioned Jesus was in fact the Michael the Archangel. So the idea is that, again, God created Michael the Archangel and that when God wanted a presence on earth, he sent Michael to become Jesus on earth. And the reasoning for this is that as they looked through the scripture, they found that the Archangel, Michael is referred to as the Archangel. And at one point they said when Jesus returns, he will have the voice of the Archangel. And then there's another section of scripture that talks about Michael commanding a host of angelic force during the, uh, you know, the revelation. And it refers to Jesus as commanding the host of angelic force. And so on the basis of those scriptures, they went, well, same guy. Because <laughs> hmm, okay. there's one archangel, there's one angelic host. So it is Jesus is Michael. Right. And as I said, it. it doesn't sound all that far-fetched. <laughs> no, nope, I can dig it. Sure. Uh, number three, here's one that we'll love. Women are always in subjugation to men. Why does it always come back to this? <laughs> Damn it. I, well, I think, I think I know. You won't like it. Upper, it's upper body strength. It's just upper body strength. That's all you've got. Damn it. Well, what it is, what it comes down to is we want that pussy and it's a pain in the ass to get. So if we can just demand it. Then we're good. Yeah, if God demands it. Mm. Yeah, there you go. You're just goddamn lucky that you're stronger than we are. <laughs> uh, just not on that one episode of Star Trek. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry. A little crossover there. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, in the Kingdom Hall, women are in subjugation to the congregation elders. The elders are always male. No women can ever be an elder. Uh, they are in subjugation to their fathers until the day they move out or get married. And even then, when they move out or get married, they're in subjugation to their husband, and they are to obey him out of respect for Jehovah's arrangement and their husband's quote-unquote headship over the family. So if a woman is required to take on any responsibility that a male is normally supposed to carry out, she must wear a head covering. And by head covering, literally anything that covers your head. I actually was saw this once. My aunt was going to lead a prayer. She grabbed a napkin off the table and put it on her head. <laughs> God. Because she could not lead a prayer unless she had something on her head. Uh, this can be anything, a book, uh, a, a napkin, a scarf. Normally it's a scarf. Mm. A ball cap. I suppose <laughs> it could I, be. Although I, I witnessed Jehovah and all I got was this lousy cap. <laughs> What about a paper plate? <laughs> yes. Can it be some dirty pool? leaves you picked up off of the ground? <laughs> I so guess if, I want to know if there's if it's any covering, male, how much covering. Well, I'm sorry, what was that? Oh, because because it says covering, I just want to know, you know, approximately how much of the head needs to be covered. Apparently, just, a, just a, any sort of – that's awesome. Yes. A yama, I like this rule. A yamaka shape, is, is that good enough? Yes. Hmm. That's a head covering. Yeah. So if there are any sort of males in the area, they cannot – the women aren't allowed to. If there's a baptized uh, Jehovah's Witness male in the area, the male must lead in the prayer. If there are males in the area but they are not baptized, then the woman can lead in the prayer and – With a head covering. But with the head covering. has to be a head covering. God, that seems awfully complicated to figure out in a big group of people. Did <laughs> <laughs> you have to ask everybody individually or can you just announce the big question – 
<laughs> I believe I, so. At the time, I found the whole napkin thing very disturbing, mm. and I asked my mother about it, and she basically it was the eldest woman was to lead the prayer. So it was just they just quickly decided, and you know my mother was f- from the friends' church, so she she just went along with it because all right, whatever, whatever you have to do before we pray. Sure. But uh, and this was it's the only time that I actually saw them pray that we were around so for the most part they avoided us <laughs> which is another thing we'll get into later yeah but there you go women are always in subjugation to men uh number four this is something that uh, we talked about i think before we started recording holidays and birthdays are pagan rituals they are of the devil uh so they do not celebrate birthdays they nothing uh and or holidays well, hol- because uh, holidays i'm on board with this holidays for the most part, are based in pagan rituals. So right. they are correct. Birthdays, I don't quite understand that, but... I don't know. It sounds like idolatry to me. I'm not going to risk it. Oh, idling the self because it's your, the day of your birth? Meh, sure. Yep. All right. Birthdays are fun, Karen. Therefore, <laughs> bad. Oh, okay. Have we learned Joy anything <laughs> in 24 episodes? Fun is bad. No, no. you're not on earth to have fun. <laughs> I think uh, I think it's summed up as it's nothing more than the literal interpretation that thou shall not worship false gods, and that if you are celebrating someone's birthday, you're more mm. worshiping them, and and it's yeah, they're treated as a pagan thing. Sure, I mean, but Christmas and Easter, these are all pagan holidays, so they are not they're, wrong. Yeah, in that. they are right. Yeah. But so that wrong. But so wrong. <laughs> Number five, they do not accept blood transfusions. And this is something that a lot of people get confused with the mm. oh, what what what's the group of Christians that uh, oh, oh. only do faith healing? The um, I can't think of it right now. But in any case, they uh, this this is specifically limited to blood transfusions. Can they get their own blood? Are they the ones that can stock up if they're going to have um, surgery and get their own back? Christian Science is the ones you're looking for. Yes, Christian scientists, yeah. right? That believe in faith healing. Right. Um, I believe so. Again, I don't have any direct. Even though I knew several uh, Jehovah's Witnesses, I'm not 100 percent sure about this, but I believe that they can stock up on their own blood because it's not actually a transfusion. Right. You're using your own blood, and they. The position that they won't use blood transfusions, obviously, people have been criticizing it for years, saying that, you know, they're committing suicide. Mm-hmm. But there's the, there's actually been some recent techniques of bloodless surgery mm-hmm. that they have been trying to promote. And if, if you can do a bloodless surgery there, or a surgery without a transfusion, then... <laughs> You're gold. You're you're good. And a lot of surgery you can do without transfusion. It's it's injury that's the problem. And, and I did look this up, and they do not store their own blood for transfusion either. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, somebody did. Somebody does. Yeah, I don't remember who it is, but yeah, they don't. But I mean, for the most part, if it's if it's planned surgery, you, you don't need. Usually, you don't need a transfusion. Some people Correct. do. But um, if it's you've been in a traumatic injury and you've been you lost a lot of blood, God doesn't so, want you to do that. Yeah, <laughs> it's interesting though. But I remember reading something about this not that long ago that they recently have kind of re-upped this belief and and uh, re-justified it because of the AIDS epidemic. Right. And, you know, there oh. were a number of people that got AIDS through blood transfusions, so they are they feel justified in this now. Hmm. Apparently, this is all based around Acts 15, which says that the Holy Spirit and we ourselves are favored, adding no further burden to you except these necessary things to abstain from things sacrificed to idols, from blood, from what has been strangled... 
and from sexual immorality. So right there in the text, blood. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's off the list. Which several several Jehovah's Witnesses have died because they oh, yeah. would not take a blood transfusion. But like I said, probably more due to traumatic injury than planned surgeries. Sure. But yeah. So number six, Jehovah's Witnesses believe that they are that other religions are demonically inspired. That's why they're different. They've been corrupt. They also believe, along with that, that world governments and politicians are under demonic control and that all non-witnesses are part of the world of Satan. Well-known fact (laughs) on a lot of those points. Okay. I'm on board. What's going on? (laughs) Yeah, that all sounded suspiciously plausible. Except for that whole belief in Satan. But, Demons, okay. but yeah. Uh, so here's a belief that I, yeah. Jesus returned in 1914 and uh, has been living and ruling ever since then. Ruling? Oh. Ruling. Where? So, yeah. Wait, Jesus or Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> so according to Luke... Uh, Luke 21, Jerusalem will be trampled on by the nations. Basically, when Jerusalem was taken over by the Babylonians in 607 BCE, David was the last king in Jerusalem, the last true Israel king, and the next person to to rightfully wear the crown would be Jesus Christ. Hmm. So at one point... It says that how long it speaks uh, and how long this would occur. And uh, King Nebuchadnezzar in Babylon had this dream, and there was a prophecy, blah blah blah. And an angel came down and declared that seven times would pass before the king would wear the crown again. And seven times, what does that mean? Well, so they did some research, and apparently in another portion of the scripture, a time, uh, Revelation twelve six indicates that three and a half times is equal to 1,260 days. So seven times would be 2,520 days. Well, obviously, it's been a lot longer than that since 607 BCE. But they make reference to, the in Ezekiel... Uh, there is a, uh, Ezekiel says that a day is equal to a year in, according, uh, by, by angelic timekeeping. So seven times would be 2,520 years. Well, as it turns out, that works ex- out to October 1914. Hmm. Wow. So in October 1914, that was the appointed time that the Gentile nation ended and Jesus Christ was installed as God's heavenly king. Uh, as to where? Well, in heaven. He hasn't returned yet, so he's been installed as king in heaven, and that's what they originally meant. Oh. Oh, so he hasn't just been laying low down here, <laughs> not doing anything? <laughs> right. That is why they believe that we are living in the last days, because ever since 1914, Jesus has been installed as a king, and we're just watching everything crumble since that point. No. See, I was looking for somebody that was born in 1914, and Jack LaLanne was born in 1914. I thought maybe he was Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Perhaps not. Okay. He might be. Should I know who that is? Yeah. Who Jack LaLanne is? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, no. No. Go ahead. Sir Alec Guinness. Sorry. He is Oh, okay. (laughs) But who is- Jack LaLanne is a famous fitness- expert okay yeah he's the old guy on tv with his shorts hiked up to his ribs who's 90 (laughs) years old and super fit Uh, i don't know how else to describe him (laughs) 
He basically started the whole movement. He did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, uh, I missed that one. But there you go. So Jesus was returned to his uh, kingdom in 1914. And since then, we've just been living in the end times, watching everything crumble around us. Joe DiMaggio is another possibility. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I could see why they might believe that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, number eight, Jehovah's Witness, they practice disfellowship. This is mm. not as intense, but similar to the uh, Scientology, that uh, if, if you are disfellowed... You are not allowed into the temple anymore. You are shunned by everyone. They're not even allowed to say hello to you. Okay. This can be rather traumatic for a family member. Well, your family right. your family went through this. They just right. kind of separated themselves. Yeah. That's a horrible thing to for a religion to force people to do. But they believe that if you have questions, you can be disfellowshipped for questioning. Um, actually, there was an AMA on Reddit for someone who left the uh, Jehovah's Witness. I don't know if any of you got to look at it, but he basically said that some of what they were teaching didn't, like, it contradicted itself and contradicted what he saw in the Bible, so he asked questions. He immediately lost his eldership status, oh. and when he continued questioning, they they disfellowshipped him and <laughs> kicked him out. Wow. wow, that's some cold-blooded nonsense right there. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Do not question. No fun and no questions, Ian. <laughs> uh, so along with the, they believe that uh, they, they will refuse to go to war or to bear arms. I think we touched on this previously. Yeah, Correct. That's why Hitler didn't like them. Yeah. Yes, that is a large reason why. And number 10 is a duplicate. Oh, is it? Yeah. Is yeah, it? Yeah, it is. So yeah, absolutely. Is. All right. So one down already. <laughs> I, not, nothing about arranged marriages. Hmm. No. Uh, because we have a kingdom hall in town here. And so a lot of people that we went to school with were Jehovah's Witnesses. Who And I always felt shitty for them in elementary school when we would have birthday parties or Christmas things. And they always had to sit in the corner and not do anything. I just hmm. couldn't wrap my fucking head around it as a kid. Sure. But there was a, a kid in my grade. And there was these two twin girls a grade below me who were hot as shit. But they were all Jehovah Witnesses. And when he graduated, he kind of disappeared for a little bit. And when they graduated, so they were all 18 now, they promptly, one of the girls married him and the other girl married some other guy who was a Jehovah's Witness. I mean, like, day of, hmm. on the 18th birthday. They all got married and they all spat out kids, like, real quick. And then years later, which is interesting, is one of the twin sisters, I don't know, saw the light. Or something, mm. and was like, fuck this Jehovah's Witness shit. Divorce the guy. He's a nice guy, too. They're all nice people. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Divorce the guy and just went on a fucking tear around town. Uh-oh. <laughs> it was well known. You're like, hey, you know about so-and-so? I don't want to say her name. She's like, mm. dude, she she likes to get drunk down at this bar and take her top off and dance around on the bar. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, really? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, those Jehovah's Witnesses did something good. At least I get to see some titty now because of that shit. <laughs> Wow. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, it's Thanks, part- Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It had to be part of – I don't think they have a, a real big tradition. I just Googled it quick of uh, arranged marriages. But it's part of the whole you're owned by your father until you're given to your husband. It's all about right. power and control over the women. 
So Right, and you include that with the fact that they do not want you heavily associating with anyone who's outside. not part of the, the group. Yeah. So I, arranged marriage is, seems to fit very well. Whether yeah. you call it an arranged marriage or not, it's, you know, your parents right. are arranging your future for you. Same diff. You know. But luckily, surprisingly, the one who went off the deep end <laughs> and the guy she was married to, the guy who I was friends with, uh, they're still friendly. They, 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 I can't believe it that they were rational enough to realize what had happened to them. Mm. And so they, you know, they, there was no fighting over the children. Their kids are great. They're great. They both got remarried to other people. I don't know if she's married, but I know he is. Mm. And they kept it together. You know, like, because it could easily, she went off the deep end and he stayed heavy in the religion and was like, she's going to oh, get the, uh, the shunning, the disfellowing, yeah. <laughs> you know, and all that stuff like that. I can't see the kids, but it worked out pretty well. And I got huh. to see some titty. <laughs> so, <laughs> win win for everybody. <laughs> yes. So, of our night items here, mm-hmm. what is the least strange, the least crazy belief? Well, I that, would the refuse to right. go to war or bear arms. I mean, I think that yeah. that is a, a – whether it's based on your religion or based on your personal belief, I think that is a, a reasonable thing to do. I think refusing to do it under no circumstances is a little crazy because, I mean, if you had another Hitler, I think it would be – you'd be hard-pressed to not do it. But I, I personally don't think that's a particularly crazy thing to do. If there's anything crazy about pacifism? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it's fucking batshit crazy because the reason <laughs> they're not doing it is because the governments are under demonic control. Otherwise, they mm. would do it. That's true, motivation-wise. Mm. I mean, yeah, if it was simply just a pacifist thing, like we don't, we don't, we're not into that. But they're like, no, we're not doing it because the shit's under demon control. If God came down and was like, "Yo, <laughs> pick that up why that they're gun," doing it? What? Mm-hmm. That's why the the demon control is why they're pacifists. World governments well, are under, under demonic, demonic control, so hmm. I think that is part of it, and I think they what the 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 vocal response is that it's incompatible with the love ethic of Jesus. Oh well, if that's uh, the case, then I'm okay with it. Then, yeah, 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 that, that seems. I, I think I think it's it's to me it seems like an equal like a fifty fifty thing. I mean they. They do believe that politicians and world governments are under demonic control. So at that point, you certainly don't want to fight for them. Sure. But yeah, then you you throw in the the pacifism of Jesus and then I wonder if that's one of the things that was revisited and changed, though, Mm. because I bet you at some point someone's like, well, you're not going to fight for your country during the draft. We're going to throw your ass in jail. And they're like, wait, wait, wait. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think they're pretty they're pretty strict about that. They were all what do they call them? Uh, Not not non-combatants. They served in the armed forces, but they didn't. They're non-combatants. Another oh my god! Things. I saw a trailer for a movie like that just mm. recently. That's coming out, and I wonder if that's what it's about. Conscientious objector. That's it. Conscientious objector. God, I wonder if this is about a Jehovah's Witness or not, because mm. they don't mention it in the trailer. I thought it was just a he was just a pacifist, but he wanted mm. to be in the army, and he it's based on a true story. And he goes in and fights in World War II, but he never fucking picks up a gun. Mm. I mean, there, to are, that effect. there are other roles you can play without having having to actually shoot anybody. Right, There's but he he, he was a me- he was he was a medic, but he also he would not train with a gun. He wouldn't do anything. Mm. He had to fight a big court case to you know. And they're like, fine, if you want to go into war without ever picking up a gun, knock yourself out. But mm. you know, then of course everybody picked on him because he was a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now I'm more interested to see that movie. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been trying to look through the list and find something that is uh, lesser in the crazy column. I got nothing, so I'm going to have to – unless somebody has an argument, we can move that one down to the bottom right now. 
I oh, yeah, will go sure. with it if it's based on Jesus, because that does make sense to me. Like I said, I think that is a large portion of it. Right. If it was changed because they were afraid, <laughs> it was just too stupid to say that the government was run by demons. Uh, that, yeah. <laughs> but I'll go with that. <laughs> right. There's a bunch of them that kind of fall under the, you know, the, it's as crazy as any other religion. I mean, afterlife, it's a modification on the afterlife. It's all bonkers. So I was actually going to select that one next because the fact that they removed hell. That's kind of nice. Uh, <laughs> from Christianity and... They basically said, yeah, you die, and but all of us get to live here in peace, and, you know, only a certain percentage go to uh, to heaven. Uh, yeah. Okay. Whatever. What, the number, the afterlife beliefs? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm way into it. They, like no. I said, they're super generous. <laughs> yeah, but are they crazy, though? They are crazy. Little, yeah, I, yeah, I agree. But they're no... Again, uh, I, think they're, I don't think it's an I, acceptable... I can't put it at the bottom of the list, because I think it sounds great. <laughs> I don't think it's an exceptional amount of crazy. No, not in comparison. I don't know. Like the fact that Jesus was was Michael the Archangel was seems less crazy to me based on their fight. Is that on the list? Oh, I didn't even know. I forgot. I two kind of blended in with the other stuff. Mm. I uh, I could put two below that. Ba- I was gonna say based on the scripture quotes and circumstantial evidence that they were able to present, I'd be willing to accept that that is not at all crazy. It's a, it's reasonable to draw that conclusion right. based on the facts that they presented. Yeah. I'm on board with that argument. I really want to argue again, but I got nothing. Go okay. ahead, man. I mean, <laughs> paradise on earth. You get to live with Jesus. <laughs> now, I'm wondering about, see, five has those little sub things. Like, I'm on board with five as not that crazy because. And that is that the other religions that, are demonically inspired. And that the world governments are under demonic control. I, that's very specific and weird. <laughs> like, I under, demonically inspired. Sure. That's every religion. Apparently, except for, you know, what we've, what we got on this list is really focused on demons and devils and things like that. And, uh, you know, I know they, they play it as like the opposite of, you know, the good half of their religion, but mm-hmm. it's, it's too heavily a part of their religion. Mm-hmm. Satan is too, too heavily a part of, of so many religions. I think, uh, you know, and then, then this whole mythology around him that, that springs up just becomes ridiculous. And so again, I don't find that that claim is that ridiculous, but world governments under demonic control. Yeah. Is that just their way of saying world governments are evil? I think it goes further than that, but I see what you're saying. Yeah. I, I would like to do interject just the holidays and birthdays are pagan rituals. That needs to be uncrazy because they're freaking right. Oh, they, yeah. Get that down. I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah. I would, I would, I would strike that one too. I'm, I'm okay with that too. Uh, but I need a clarification on the blood transfusions one more time. Why do they do that again? There's, uh, there was a passage that said no blood. Yeah. That's okay. up uh, Receiving yeah. blood is because receiving blood is a pagan ritual or part of, is often part of pagan rituals. So, if you do it, mm. you are. Yeah, I might put go put that one next then, because that's next to the hot, to the uh, birthdays and stuff. The blood, uh, see, blood transfer. Not me. I mean, it's it's that's crazy to you. you? Oh, that's yeah, crazy. It's crazy to to not recognize the medical importance of receiving a blood transfusion in a traumatic situation. Oh, I mean, yeah, okay, I see what you're saying, but like the reason they believe it, like, if, first of all, when was this re- religion founded? Ah. Interesting story. So I actually looked this up earlier. I didn't realize this, but it was actually started in in the 1870s. Okay, in, then that's fucking – then that moves up now. Yeah. And get this. Guess where? Fucking Utah. Pittsburgh. No. Pittsburgh. I was going to say. Really? Pittsburgh. 
Yeah. Right. That's crazy. Go Steel City. <laughs> Bang. It's a PA-based religion? Yeah. Yeah. Who knew? In the 18 freaking 70s, yeah. Did they, did they, like, kick the Mormon guy out and send him further up the New York way? <laughs> <laughs> Tired of your nonsense? I think they kicked him to Missouri. We're witnesses yeah. here. <laughs> Boy, that 19th century, that was uh, mm-hmm. that was a time to create your fucking nutty religions, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, they had their first – they sent uh, people to England in 1881, and that was their first overseas branch. <laughs> so Wow, and, and just in 11 years, huh? Yeah. Not bad. And no mass media. How the fuck did this shit spread so quickly? <laughs> the Watchtower, the, the magazine or yeah. book at the time probably. All right, yeah, considering on how late the religion was founded, I guess I can – I'll go with that the blood transfusions is a little bit crazier. I'm really leaning toward the uh, holidays and birthdays at this point because like you Being said – Being non-crazy? Ho- holidays, pagan rituals, uh, yeah. Yep. Yes, <laughs> historically they are completely correct in that one. Yeah. I actually might move it down further, but we'll stick with that for now. Yeah. I, yeah, I could I could actually argue that that's the least crazy, but I don't. It, it's at the bottom. I don't care. <laughs> we're, we're shooting for crazy here. So <laughs> now the, the this fellowshipping mm. not really crazy if you want to keep your religion going and you don't want people leaving. <laughs> right. We discussed that during the the Scientology episode. Right. Mm. The fact that okay, you've got somebody who's questioning things. You don't want that to spread. Right. You should kick them out and tell all of your believers that they they shouldn't talk to that person anymore For sure and especially if you believe that all the outside influence things are demon inspired i mean if you really believe that you don't want to be next to this person that is you know inspired by a demon that seems bad <laughs> oh wait yeah so wait a minute so we know why they're doing it but what are they telling the people that they should be doing that for mm. are they saying like this person's now got a demon inside them we're being controlled by a demon so we have to disfellowship them but it's got to be in an effort to get them back into the fold. I mean, these are not people that don't associate it with outside. I mean, hell, they come to your front door and knock and, and ask if oh, you need Oh, no, no. I know, yeah, I know, why, I know why they're doing it. I want to know what yeah. they're telling other people to mm-hmm. go along with it. Because it can't just be like, this guy could dismantle the whole fucking religion. <laughs> don't, don't talk to him. They don't seem to be as concerned about that. I mean, there's no money involved. There's no, you know, volume – discount plan involved with it so uh, i think it is just right well demonic. that and i think you right well no i think that in a situation like this you don't have to give the others a reasonable explanation mm-hmm. you shun that guy because i told you you shun that guy right i'm the male i'm the elder male <laughs> yeah yeah the boss said we have to shun you yeah why i don't know he said i had to do it i'm doing it right. okay i'm then, not uh, your immediate then, family you will not be missed then not so crazy According to the AMA on Reddit, they didn't even tell him. Mm. Why? At first, people just stopped talking to him. Like, he was still attending church. And he found that when he would talk to people, they would be polite and then leave. Mm. They would just slowly stop speaking with him. (laughs) And then it came down to the elders saying, you're not welcome here anymore. And then it was nothing. Wow. So it's a slow burn, huh? They don't yeah, even. Yeah, <laughs> they just don't cut you off. I imagine, depending on what you do, it could be quicker. Mm. But um, his was asking questions. So disfellowshipping. Uh, are we looking at that, or are we still looking at the uh, the afterlife? Because the afterlife, uh, the afterlife's a little crazier. Mm-hmm. That uh, that number really, yeah. really doesn't. Num- <laughs> really, really works me over. I mean, I mean one hundred forty-four thousand is kind of a, a special number. But incorporating it in that way is kind of weird, yeah. It's probably the best afterlife we've heard about so far. <laughs> True. Oh, right, right. But still crazy. Uh, again, yeah, for sure. The, the, again, I was just saying the specificity of that number. 
and right. its its ability to just confound me and <laughs> on some levels make me think it makes me uh no we don't even get into that let's just stay focused <laughs> stay focused it's been a long show so the the practice of disfellowshipping yeah i moved it down and i think it's it's mean it's yeah. cruel yeah not it's crazy not all that uh, crazy no no actually the way we have discussed it it seems seems to make perfect sense mm. on that same note let's go up to subjugating uh women Mm-hmm. I agree. I didn't say it was popular, <laughs> but I see the value. I mean, again, it's not a it's not a crazy belief to believe. If you're going to believe all this other shit yeah. that they hand you, this one doesn't seem so nutty. And if you're in the right. religion, and it's it's not I read atypical. the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> it's, right. I read yeah. the Bible. That's in there. Oh yeah. Right. So you know, is this such a hard leap? After you know. <laughs> If we were rating it on on wrongness, that would be different. But we're rating right. it on that's right. We're not rating it that way. It's a diff- That's a different scale. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So afterlife, blood transfusions, Jehovah's Witnesses that believe their religion, other religions are demonically inspired, or that Jesus returned in 1914, returned to his kingdom, not to Earth. Well, they have no proof right. of this. This is just based on scripture. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. But yeah, that's a little more than just bad math. Yeah. But it's easy to accept, though, because he's up there, so there's, you don't need proof. And you can't, right. you so can't someone, prove a negative, yeah. Right, so someone's like, he's been back since 1914, and here's the... Uh, okay, I mean, you already got me subjugating my wife. <laughs> well, and it flows into the, you know, the world's just falling apart. We're, st- we're seeing it fall apart. This is the end of days. You better really stick to what we're telling you mm. because anytime now he could return and in the past five years i could easily see them believe in that <laughs> seriously yeah. so i'm gonna make an argument though for the whole everything is demons outside of our church for the same reason that you want people to disfellowship someone and shun them yeah you, you also don't want them mixing in and thinking about politics you don't want them you want to keep them under control mm. Right, but we're not not arguing the reason behind it. We're arguing what the people believe. And and if you're telling them that this demonically inspired, Mm. that's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I am not disclaiming that Trump is not demonically inspired. (laughs) (laughs) I I am. (laughs) I have no argument for that. (laughs) Because... You could probably convince me of that. He's, he's just got some mental disorders. That's not a demon. We know <laughs> we know what epile- what causes epilepsy. We know what causes his narcissism. Uh, fine, sure. All right. <laughs> I don't know. These last three are all pretty nutty. All right. So Wait, what- I'm going to make an argument that um, the afterlife, Jehovah's Witnesses, the demonically inspired, and Jesus are all kind of at the same level. But blood transfusions, considering the fact that they have modified their religion as time has gone on and they still believe that and will allow people to die based on one simple single little passage in the bible that's crazier i agree the other three i kind of put it about the same level let me make sure that i'm not reading anything wrong man that jesus returning thing really sketchy though (laughs) see that's my transfusion that's my issue with the blood transfusion is that like the belief itself is just not is not fucking crazy it's the consequences of that belief make it crazy it is crazy though i mean the passage suggests that i mean they they're using the passage to suggest that making a blood sacrifice to a pagan deity is equivalent to receiving blood medically to save your life that's nutty that's crazy 
Uh, but is There's, it crazier I, than than Jesus world? came back? <laughs> no, the Jesus coming back thing again. I think that's easy to believe because you don't need any proof. We know that blood transfusions help you, so that yeah. one I is definitely higher. Uh, I'm, I'm rating it against demon controlled governments and the afterlife. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and the, the consequences of believing that Jesus has returned to his kingdom and has been there since 1914, there's not much consequence to that. Not accepting blood transfusions, that has real, real life consequences and provable ones. Yeah, you know what? You guys are, you guys are winning me over with this, with the blood I don't know about the consequence. I do want the blood transfusion, but I don't know if it can be consequence based because mm, we're talking religion. <laughs> because we're talking religion and we let the subjugation of women slide. True. The consequences there are I think equivalent, uh, equivalently dangerous. But the belief is so easy, though. <laughs> well, I, I kind of hold it up against the, the measure of other religions. I mean, women subjugation is is pretty common yeah. in religion. Not accepting sure. not accepting blood transfusion. That's that's a that's a, a unique one. I mean, yeah, except that's for, true. The Christian scientists are the only other ones that. Um, so it's unique in that way, right? Hmm. Well, lost. if they don't have to come off the board in order, I I'm. I'm going to stand firmly behind blood transfusions being being the craziest. Now, as far as sorting these other three out, mm. I would say believing in an afterlife is totally reasonable. Yeah, I, would, I don't do it, but lots of people do. <laughs> I would go with 1914 Jesus Return next. Damn, I thought we resolved that one. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, next what? You mean next Wait. least crazy? Um, no, I think I think afterlife is the least crazy of the four we have remaining. Yeah. That's that. It, it I don't agree with that. But if I'm outvoted, I'm outvoted. <laughs> you, you, you can't. Well, what, tell, I, I tell think me you're more. outvoted. But what's your uh, what's your argument? <laughs> yeah. Why? I, I, I'm still with the Jesus one. I thought Jesus was least crazy than that because just because it's so simply easy to believe mm. based that on their so shitty specific. math. 1914. It, but they're using math and whatever and this and that. Like it's just like, and you're just like, okay, that's fine. He's there. Well, the okay. afterlife. I mean, the it's so odd. The afterlife one. But again, not provable, so I don't know. It's 1914 versus 144,000. Yeah, see, again, that's what the sketchy – and when I see that Jesus returned in 1914 and then they do that weird Bible math that they do, that takes me to those people who are like the earth is only this many years old Mm. because we added up all the ages of people begat by Adam and Eve and (laughs) roughly – I'm like, no, come on. That's crazy. (laughs) And this this just just smacks of that level of crazy. (sighs) But living on Earth with Jesus forever, <laughs> I mean, that's fucking stupid. No, it's how right, awesome. yeah, like, like I said, I, I made my argument. If I'm outvoted, I'm outvoted. I'm not going to sit here and argue this stupid religion and fight for my fucking continue. afterlife to be higher. And I was going to say, if you, if you could continue to live the life you're living, but without pain, without I'm not, want, without I'm not worry, judging it on awesome. what, I would, what I think is the greatest part of it. I'm judging it solely on... How fucking stupid and crazy it is. <laughs> well, I don't think it's crazy. I think I think I think their their story of paradise is like why 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 bother to create such a magnificent planet to okay, only use I it have, as like an intermediary just for my kind own of device. Just for my own way of judging this to figure out where your mind is at. Yes. If the afterlife part was exactly the way it is, except in the sea part where you get to live on Earth with Jesus. Forever, uh-huh. and there's no pain, there's no suffering, and they added, and there's unicorns, right? <laughs> Would that make it more fucking nutty? Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, and they sure. specifically say, 
Unicorns. Okay, yeah. I just want. Okay, that's that's all well, I needed. That to know. would make it much nuttier. White okay. unicorns or black unicorns? Just <laughs> all different, various shapes and sizes. But there'd be unicorns. Okay, that does make it more crazy. Okay, that's all I wanted not to really. know. <laughs> but not really, because it's all. That's what. That's kind of the point I'm trying to make. <laughs> but I'm okay. I got outvoted. I can live. I'll sleep fine tonight. <laughs> I really yeah, the unicorns just feel arbitrary and forced. <laughs> <laughs> uh, women in subjugation really torques me, but all right, fine. <laughs> you want to go back and make an argument? Uh, no, I, again, this is what I'm putting it on the not crazy because it's in every religion. Yeah, and it's I mean, if you want to maintain control, you yeah. want to keep your women in check. It's half your population, and the ones that yeah. raise the youngins. So yeah. All right, so I think we're ending up – there's some argument between – and my numbers got screwed up somehow, but I'm not worried about that. Uh, there's some argument between a few of them, but uh, I think we're generally in agreement that the blood transfusions has is, is got to be up there at the top of the list. Yeah. Yep. Just because, like you said, they've they've modified the religion in other ways. Why can't you accept that uh, we can save your life with this? Yeah. Without, you know, burning in hell, which you don't even believe in? Yeah. So there was one other thing that I did want to mention, though. There, the acceptance, I guess, is the best way to put it, of evolution in the beliefs of the Jehovah's Witness. Hmm. So wait, so they they, do, they accept it? Yeah. Well, kind of. <laughs> okay. So here, here's the thing. They believe in an uncreated creator, the fact that God is a person, an individual, that he has infinite power and wisdom, that he created all physical matter. His existence is not limited by time. So he has always existed and that he is a personal being and that God's name is Jehovah. Mm. Those are distinct beliefs. Yeah. I've, However. I have seen, yeah. It's actually one thing I have seen is they don't refer to God as God. They refer to God as Jehovah. Correct. He is named and you should call him by his name, not by a generic term of God. So that's kind of yes. unique to them. Yeah, possibly. Mm. Yeah, because a lot of religions, they, they, you know, whether it's Yahweh or or just God, yeah, you, there are limits on how you can use it. But mm. Jehovah's Witness, they, yeah, Jehovah, Jehovah. absolutely. Yeah. They do say, though, that the Bible does not support fundamentalist creationists who claim a literal 24-hour days in Genesis. They believe that a day refers to some vague concept of time that could be thousands of years. That it's a day to God, and our brains aren't able to comprehend what that might be. <laughs> so did God use evolution? Well, they believe that the creatures were created in kinds, so that there are no crosses within the kinds, but that God created all the different kinds of creatures, including humans. <laughs> that evolution has occurred... But, and I, I, I hate to use it, but the it, kind of the Ken Ham macro versus micro evolution, that evolution will happen within kind, but it will not cross kinds oh, so, by their definition. So you can't evolve from a chimpanzee to a human, but a chimpanzee can evolve. Correct. Okay. And they believe that all creatures were created on the quote unquote sixth day. Again, this could be thousand over the thousands of years but the sixth day culminates with god's masterpiece of creation the first human couple <laughs> the thing that's destroying the earth oh, okay <laughs> so it's it's strangely it's interesting though because like jared said they send their kids to public schools mm. and they they teach them enough that they can accept 
evolution and not argue it. You know what I mean? They don't have to homeschool their kids. They fit it they, in. Yeah. R- right. They fit it into their beliefs. That's a good way of putting it. Hmm. I just found that that part interesting. Yeah. So they can fit in evolution, but they can't fit in – and they can fit in modern medicine, but not blood transfusions. It's really specific. Yeah. Hey, you got to have boundaries, though there you know? Are, I was going to say, <laughs> it's as though God got back on 1914 so that he could start ushering in 144,000. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds crazy, doesn't it? <laughs> sounds like it should be higher up on the list. <laughs> I would mention that it, most Je- uh, Jehovah's Witnesses believe that that 144,000 has already been – those people have already existed, that they are not going to be part of that 144,000. But they're okay. Oh, okay. So they're so okay. They get hey, to, yeah, par- paradise is still paradise. Yeah, yeah, they get to go to second best heaven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Second best heaven is not so bad. I wonder, was that little bit about being on earth and living with Jesus, I wonder if that was – added once mm. they figured out that maybe that 144,000 might be filled up and we need more people to be Jehovah's Witnesses and <laughs> what is going to keep me here. <laughs> I thought that too. I, I couldn't find anything to support uh, that. But uh, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me too much. That would make that would make sense. <laughs> Did they do a, this just in from God? <laughs> Guess what? Well, There's another go- VIP club. <laughs> To go back and, and read all the Watchtower magazines and see what you can find. Yeah, I, yeah. It, I never under, knew that it was that young of a religion. I mean, 1870s in Pittsburgh, for heaven's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? That is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so there's not that much history of this religion to go back and look at. <laughs> right. It, yeah, it should be fairly easy to find things like that. But I but they're also fairly secretive. Mm. They don't. Uh, they don't. You know, they don't share a whole lot of their internal beliefs until you're inside, so. They come to your house and try to share the word with you. Well, right. But very surface, I guess, yeah. Right, the, yeah, the word and the truth are two very separate things. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> as, as Scientology taught us. You don't want to go for the gold right away. Yeah. <laughs> you got to ease them in. <laughs> Interesting topic. I think we've uh, we've probably gone long enough for this week. Mm. Unless anybody has anything? No, I'm good. No, I'm, I'm satisfied. <laughs> yep. uh, if anybody has any comments or if you would like to ask us questions, feel free to go to ProfaneArgument.com. You can leave a comment on the Discuss feature that is there. I would like to encourage people to go to the SoonToBeNamedNetwork.com where you can find some other podcasts that you might be interested in, a whole bunch of uh, different things from pop culture to... Well, I was going to say to Star Trek, but I guess that is pop culture. Damn right, but it is. Uh, <laughs> fifty years uh, of pop culture, <laughs> <laughs> comic books, uh, what have you. <laughs> From pop culture to pop culture to pop, to pop culture, culture to pop culture. There you go. Deal with it to a to a wacky YouTube show <laughs> <laughs> about pop culture. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I find them interesting shows. But in any case, uh, soon to be network, not soon to be named network.com if you are interested in expanding your podcast listening. I want to thank everyone for listening. And until next time, I am Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night. And may your God go with you. Tell